What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Bond, here with Sully and Jones, and we got another good week for you. It was a good week for some people. It was not a good week for Dave because his Knicks lost, but my Celtics lost too, and Sully's Heat lost, so all of our teams are losers, but that's okay because Dave's got something to smile about because his team has the NBA Coach of the Year. How do you feel, Dave? That's pretty exciting. That's some good. This was a good year for the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the Knicks were projected to be one of the five worst teams in the league, and they ended up as the four seed in the Eastern Conference, uh, an Eastern Conference that was expected to be pretty good this year. Um, you know, you had teams like the Celtics and the Hawks who kind of underperformed. You, you probably a lot of people probably had the Hawks or the Celtics finishing in that four seed spot. Um, but at the end of the day, you know. Thibs, Thibs deserved that award. I don't even think it was close. I, I think the Monty Williams argument is laughable. Um, he had Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. The Knicks don't have anyone on the roster more talented than that. So, I, I, you know, this his performance, this, this team's identity was entirely built through defense and hard work. Um, and ultimately, that's what ended up losing them, their series against the Hawks, their, their lack of you know, offensive creativity. Um, but at the end of the day, no no coach performed better with less than Tom Thibodeau. Um, so I, I thought it was a I thought it was an easy pick for him, coach of the year. I, I, I don't even people saying Monty Williams got robbed, I think, are delusional. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean the Knicks, I mean, I did not expect them to to make the playoffs, let alone uh, go toe-to-toe with the Hawks like they did. Obviously, didn't turn out their way, but there were good games, uh, you know, a couple couple blowouts in there. But overall, good series. I mean, way overperformed this year. And, you know, a yeah. new coach yeah, like Tibbs yeah. will do that. Game one, ball bounces our way. Bogdanovich doesn't hit that late three. Like we win that game, and then it's yeah, two yeah. Up. That was that was the that was the I don't want to say this, that really shifted because then you, then they're going up 2-0, and then it's, you know, who knows how the series – they'd probably lose in, like, seven, realistically. Yeah. Um, it's, I, that, like, it's that, like, uh, I don't know, that feeling you can't win a close game type of thing. You know, yeah. It's it's hard to put your finger on what exactly it means, but in mm-hmm. a locker room, you know, it's just – when you lose a game like that, especially in the playoffs, it means so much – one loss means so much more. Um, to lose one of those, especially in game one, is, is rough. At home, yeah. yeah. It was tough, but – Tibbs is yeah. Tibbs was the uh, I I respect people that you know that that I think it was Monty because um, the Suns were predicted to be good. They were pre- nowhere near to be predicted as good as they were. So um, depends how much stock you put in that. I mean, some people are like seven, six seed, five seed, uh, eight seed. Are they a playoff team? There's a whole bunch of factors. Like I think Monty was absolutely the second place guy and then for sure but yeah and then just tips with tips it's just he yeah he took them from a bottom three or four roster to a four four seed so um regardless if they didn't play like a four seed um you know they they got a home playoff game uh they 
they overperformed as well as they could have. I mean, the, you couldn't ask for anything more. It's it's it was a it was a terrible it was a terrible roster. It was a terrible roster. Like, um, yeah. Randall was exposed. Yeah, it really was. I mean, listen, when it going into the year, all we wanted was to lay a foundation for a cult, build a culture, lay a foundation for the future, ha- see clear improvements from R.J. Barrett and Randall, and that's what we saw. You know, what do you do with Randall now, though? Well, he's got one more year left in his deal. Um, you can't give him a max. No, he can. If he signs a contract this year, he can make less. It's like you know, four year, one hundred and four million or one hundred and six million dollar deal. Um, it's just I it. I don't want to overreact to a five game sample size, but um, it is five games. But you know, just the way he plays. Like he was hitting hard shots all year, hard contested shots. Like, and when you're not hitting those, I can't blame him for not hitting them. They're tough shots. Like, is he? If you sign him to a max of four or five year deal, like you're 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 buying him at his peak for, you know, four or five years at whatever it is, thirty five, forty million dollars, that he's going to replicate that. I know he can pass, but. Um, he wasn't even an effective passer in that game either. In in that series, he no. he really he wasn't. He had tunnel vision, which he gets sometimes. And he wasn't I just like on defense either, which he like. Was. If if you're going for a big piece, like can Randall be a part of that package? I think Randall is the best third player in the NBA. I think he's a, he's a solid second player. I don't know if he can be a second player on a title team. I think he's the best third option in the NBA. Yeah, that's 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 probably it. But like, I'm, what I'm saying is like, is he now expendable if you're going for a blockbuster deal? Like, I'm talking like you know, like uh, what, like someone like a Bradley Beal on that caliber, a Devin Booker type, a Damian Lillard. It would have to be, it would have to be someone like Booker because of his age. Because you can't like justify your trading for a thirty-one-year-old Damian Lillard or even uh, Bradley Beal, who's going to be twenty-nine at the start of next year. You know, it, it, that's kind of the the struggle with these guys that come out after you know a year or two into their college career. By the time they're free from making their own choice in an unrestricted free agent market, they're twenty-six, twenty-seven. You know, and then it's like, okay, you signed if if you were able to pry them away, then then it's okay. But if you're if they're signing another deal with their their uh, the max deal with their same team, and then all of a sudden two years later they're they want out, or they you're trading for them, then it you know they're already in their prime, and you're looking at signing a guy to a max contract that you're going to have for three years in the thirties while he's in his thirties. I think Lillard. I I wouldn't see. I I see Lillard a little bit definitely. I think he's going to be dominant for the next three to four years uh, you know you look at a guy like chris ball who we've all doubted and it has struggled with way way worse injuries than the likes of names you got you have you've uh listed maybe he's got a better iq than them but i mean he's i don't know how old he is he's ancient and he's hurt he's always banged up and he's still winning playoff series people are talking about him in the mvp i mean we know what he did this year we know what he did for okc the year before that um, with the Rockets, he was great. Um, so I mean, I, like one bad year with the Rockets and everyone, and yeah. you know, had he hit injuries. And then, and then we all wrote him off. We all wrote him off. 
I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't know a single person that was like, yeah, I want Chris Paul on my team. Like at that, <laughs> you know, yeah. now he's, now he might turn down and get a hundred, hundred million dollar four year deal. That's what he, he might turn down the 40 million for that. It's that's what he wants to do. Uh, I'm just, I feel like point guards aging nowadays, like with modern medicine and everything, like, I feel like a lot more comfortable, like Steph Curry, look what he did. Steph Curry's 32. Um, I was wrong about Steph too. I thought he'd be like, maybe not falling apart this early, but like not having his best season by far at the age 32. So I think, yeah, I mean, and he was probably second. I, don't, I haven't seen the voting yet, but I would assume he's probably second. He had to have been second. So like, you know, if you're going to have Damian Lillard from like 31 to 34, 31 to 35, I have, I have no issues with that. I know you want a young team and built for the future, but, but still like, you well, know, my thing is if you're trading for Lillard, it's a win now move. So I don't think you can win now if you give up Randall in that deal. I don't think you can win now if you give up either Barrett or Randall in that deal. Well, maybe you sign someone else with it, though. Maybe you can, you know. There's no real – who are you going to sign? DeRozan? I mean, there's no real, like, huge difference makers on the the free agent market at at the wing position. And that's what the Knicks need. They need a wing wing scorer who can also defend. They need – uh, they need Kawhi Leonard or Paul George is what they need. But like that type of, I not obviously know those guys aren't realistic, but that's the type of guy they need to make them a real like contender. If they, if they added a Paul George or Kawhi Leonard to this team and they got a competent point guard, the, they would be, you know, we're talking top three seed in the East territory. And then, then anytime you're top three seed in any com in either conference, you're in the, the contending conversation. Not saying they would they would win or they that would be enough to make it, but I mean, it would be disappointing if you didn't get out of the first round. Then you know that type of you'd be a, you'd be a contender on paper. Yeah, I just don't. I, I mean, for me, the the ideal spot for Randall is that you know sixteen to nineteen million range. I think he's worth that. Uh, I think. It's also a tradable contract if you sign him to that, even at three, four, or five years. Um, or can, I think it can only be four because we don't own his bird rights. Um, maybe we do. I have to double check. But regardless, um, yeah, I'm not trying to pay Randall 25, um, which is what he would be at if he si- waited till next offseason to sign. If he signed this offseason, you know, he gets the security immediately and he he banks he doesn't have to worry about underperforming next year if he goes back next year and has you know he goes down to 19 points a game then all of a sudden no one's going to give him a max contract not not the knicks not anyone um you know maybe fucking charlotte or something well or milwaukee some poverty or i mean minnesota some poverty franchise but you know it's not going to happen anywhere he wants to be um so there's a there's thinking that he might if the Knicks offer him that four year hundred million dollar deal this year or whatever it is then he might take it but he can make I think like twenty or thirty million more in total if he waits till next year and then signs the full deal but then also he you know you're signing that guy a twenty eight year old to that you, yeah do a four or five year deal I mean do we really think Randall's going to be dominant in till the age of thirty two look at someone like Blake Griffin yeah. And yeah, like, hopefully you can, hopefully I guess you can get you can get Damian you can get Lillard without giving up Randall, which is definitely possible. But um, I, I mean, I, we, it I, all depends I, if he wants I, out. Yeah, I, I, there's so many ifs that go along with Lillard this offseason. You know, there's there's ten hurdles to jump through before anyone makes. And it Terry Stotts was fired. Yeah, I mean, listen, 
Stotts, I, I love Stotts, but like you know, at some point, nine years, at some point, I, I, his time is up. I love Stotts too. He's a top ten coach, but his time is he'll, up. He'll get a job if he wants because they've they've like job, they've changed everything. But Damian and McCollum, and Dame isn't going anywhere, and McCollum hasn't been playing great lately in big games. He um, postseason. He, he has had big games in the postseason in the past, but oh, yes, but not this year, not this year, That's not this saying. year. Um, it just, I don't. It, it always goes back to the. They've like we've talked about it. They've done everything with that team. They've like they've have a million different big men. They've had they've had the the wings of Aminu and Harkless when they were in their prime. They went to uh, the bigs with Cantor and Nurkic, and they had Plumley before that. Um, they've 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 been so they created traded Trent for Powell to get a nice wing. Um, they've been so creative with trying to keep those two cornerstones. But when you have the two, it's a point guard and a shooting guard, and, and like those are the those are the two guys, and they're both smaller players. McCollum and Lillard are both smaller. Like, and neither of them are great defensively. So, and McCollum's not very explosive. Like, he you wouldn't look at him and be like oh he's no he's not he's a great ball handler and he and he and he's and he's very um what's the word for it he's got he's got high iq like I, he's I got high iq and what he's got he's got some flair when it comes to like his not flair what's the word for it he's got he's got a lot of nice finesse with with how he moves at the ball but he's not yeah he's not a burner he's not a straight like a, uh, paul pierce-esque yeah paul pierce-esque with a little little more athleticism a little smaller but it's just like it, so it's like before the move to proceed before getting rid of McCollum is obviously firing stats. Like they're like they're like going down the order. They're like, all right, we can do this without blowing it all up. They're like, all right, we'll do this, we'll do this. Fire stats. We'll see if we can get a new head honcho in. And then the next is either getting rid of Lillard or McCollum. And if Lillard doesn't want to go, you're obviously not trading him. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you don't trade. McCollum this offseason I mean listen it, it very well may we don't know what goes on behind the you know the on the phones in the NBA NBA GM office but it, it then the deal might not be there but if you don't trade McCollum this offseason you're just saying you're fine with the status quo you know which is for a small market team I you know I get it like they they can hang on to this marketability marketability of these two guys for the next four years and they'll sell tickets and they'll be a, a playoff team every year um, they'll they'll win a couple series, you know. Maybe the, maybe they'll make a Western Conference Finals, but it just doesn't. They don't if they can't change it up in some way. Whether that's through, they got to take a risk at some way. They got to maybe like the like the Pelicans did with Brandon Ingram. They need a situation like that to play out where they get a younger guy who turns into a star type player immediately, and also some a, a draft pick or two, and some uh, like a, a role player or two. You know that are, yeah. are useful. Yeah, I guess you need to take a chance. Like Ingram was perfect for the Pelicans. Exactly. You know they they need to take a chance like that and have it work out like that. I mean, not, obviously, you know the Pelicans didn't do much this year. I think they're one of the most underperforming teams in the NBA based on their talent. Um, but, well, they're well, they're they're so young. It, agreed. Agreed. And they're I, so young. I, you know they are in a tougher Western Conference, but you know still, I think most would agree the Pelicans performed less than they should have this year uh i had them as a nine seed going in i don't know where did they where did they i guess they finished at an 11 seed yeah they finished as the 11 seed i had them as the so the teams ahead of them that i guess outperformed them i guess are the grizzlies and the i don't know the spurs have talent i mean maybe the spurs 
maybe the Spurs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I but mean, I expect them to be a lot better next year. Yeah. Well, speaking of someone who's been getting better and better every year, uh, a guy who we you know have thought might be the MVP one of these years, finally did it. Uh, Jokic won the MVP out in Denver. Uh, got it done. Deserved it, I think. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know who else. It could have been. We talked. It could have been Curry. You know, uh, he probably – I couldn't find the voting yet, but you'd have to imagine he was up there. Um, but, I mean, Jokic deserved it this year. He – Yeah, especially, you know, after losing Murray and kind of – and not only, you know, keeping them in it, but propelling them to the, the three seed, you know? Yeah. That was, you know, you can't be – that can't be ignored. He was he was great in that stretch. Obviously, you know, Michael Porter Jr. stepped up too and, and other guys, but – Jokic is the leader of that team, and and yeah, they got to the three seed. Like, yeah, that was impressive. I mean, I mean, and that's what it comes down to a lot in the standings. It's always usually a top two or three team. Um, so you you know when Curry, for as incredible as he was, unfortunately, sometimes great players get penalized for the players they play with, like LeBron, and now Curry's uh, finding out like getting to a certain amount, and if you don't achieve it, it's it's a detriment. Like Curry. They finished as the eighth seed, and then in the play, and they lost. They went to the ninth seed. Like after they lost that, those two plans, they he wasn't winning it. Any chance he had was out, um, whether it's right or wrong. And being the team that was, they weren't a top five or four team. He he really, he would have had to perform significantly better than Jokic. Jokic. Yeah, he would have. He would have had to really put on a show. Um, and he did, but like just even. Like Jordan numbers, I guess. I don't know. And it would have had to been seen more in reflected more in the record. Yeah. Um, there's a but there's another team. Like, what are the Warriors next year? They the, don't be surprised if they make a splash somehow this summer. Um. There's a. I mean, maybe that's a move that the Blazers talk about. You know, a, Andrew Wiggins and a pick and a role player for McCollum. You know. It, McCollum fits much nicer in that team with, with with the Warriors than Wiggins does. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the type of player you need to go after. You know, Wiggins is still very young. Um, I'm almost positive he makes, makes less than uh, McCollum. So you get some cap relief there, or at least you get room to add another another player, and you get a you get a pick. I mean, the, the Warriors own the the Minnesota Timberwolves draft pick this year. If that, I believe it's top three protected. If that pick converts, then we're you're looking at a, a top, potentially a top five pick, you know, in the four or five spot, and probably a future first, or maybe a, a couple of swaps, and and a young guy and a role player, a young, you know, guy who can put up twenty a night, and a role player. I mean, you know, what the draft pick. Yeah. No, oh, I mean, you get Wiggins, and you get Wiggins, a role player, and this draft pick. Oh, yeah. From, I mean, that that's the type of deal I'm saying the Blazers have to make. They have to take a risk yeah. like, on a player like Wiggins and hope that the new coach can turn him into more than he's been. Wiggins you know? wasn't bad this year, actually. He just um, – his three-point shot was up. His efficiency was up. His rebounding was up. His defense was better. Um, he just didn't shoot as much as he did in other places in his career. 
And I'm not a Wiggins guy anymore. I haven't been for a while. No, I mean, I don't think many people are. But, I mean, the guy can put the ball in the hoop when he's on, you know? Yeah, um, he can. And f- especially watching McCollum disappear in the playoffs, um, you know, you got you to gotta think about that. He's got – I mean, I, can't, I don't know what how old he is, but I imagine Wiggins is probably 25 or 26, um, somewhere around there. Drafted is, he that, is he that young? He was 19, drafted in 2014 or 2013. Yeah, he could be. He's probably like twenty. He's probably twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, you get three years back on age for from McCollum. He's twenty six. He's twenty six. He won't be twenty seven until next February. So he's he's going to be twenty six for wow. the, majority, the majority of next season. Um. So I mean, that's the that's yeah. Two thousand fourteen. He was he drafted. Um. Yeah, I mean that's the type. I think that's the type of Brandon Ingram move we were talking about, um, and and then you have the Warriors, and you, you had you know McCollum, Clay, and and Steph, and you know if there's no more injuries, you're talking about them as another as a title contender for at least next year. Yeah, you know, they they're, are. They're right back if they if they run that out. Those four plus Draymond, and then you get. A JaVale McGee type guy, a rim Wiseman. Oh, you have Wiseman. But well, we don't we don't really know what Wiseman is yet, exactly. but I would I would still get a veteran center that's a, a, a good rim protector, um, and can hit a you know a ten foot jump shot, and that's your that's your team. You know what? I'm not taking the Lakers roster over that. This I'm not taking this year's Lakers. No, I, th- I think the Lakers are going to do some retooling. I think they have to. They have to. Yeah, I, mean, I think big, Schroeder's big time. Gone. I mean, Schroeder's, I mean, Schroeder's gone. gone. I mean, I don't know what happened to Montrez Harrell. Yeah, my, when Montrez Harrell signed, we were all like, "Wow, that's a real like power shifting move," and it just didn't have any effect. He like literally forgot how to like play basketball. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and Drummond, free agent too. You don't know what I mean. Drummond's not. Gonna I think Drummond's gone. I, I think Drummond did nothing for them. Drum Drummond. It just shows you like. I was so happy for Drummond and like he's gonna get a chance to win a title. Like there's just there's little to no place for that type of player in the league. Like on a championship winning team. Um like it, it can't be it can't be like one of your top two or three players and you can't have too many bigs like the Lakers did. You can't you can't like I I I guess you can't have that many amount of bigs. Like you need to be smaller and you need to do with like the Hawks do you like and or and what the Jazz do like you have one big um rim protector who has gets dunks offensive rebounds that's his job he knows his role and it's okay if he doesn't extend the floor and then everyone else is a shooter every one through four is a shooter the Hawks do it and the Jazz do it as well as anyone yeah and that's a, I'd love for that to be what Mitchell Robinson becomes um but the Knicks don't have the shooters surrounding him yet you know no, they don't. But I think that's going to be a clear target of them this this off season. I think they'll they'll definitely go after some shooting. Uh, Mitch is going to need a big year. He is. He is because he's. I mean, this is a prove it year for him. You know. I think Dave. I don't know if it was you or Sully who sent this in our uh, group chat, but that Mark Phillips video of LeBron at halftime and like the guy he makes those funny ass videos. And oh, yeah. yeah, LeBron at halftime and then LeBron after the game. And he yeah. comes in and he's just screaming at everybody. Uh, he's yeah. like, Drummond, how many points do you have last game? He's like, 
zero. He's like, how many points do you have right now? He's like, z- z- t- t- two. He's like, two points? He's like, I'm 37 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was basically the Lakers. Schroeder, yeah. Harrell, Drummond. It was so funny. He comes, he's like in their faces. <laughs> he's like, I just don't know what the Lakers can do, you know? Like, they're, nah. they're, they're pretty cash strapped, too. Um, I, I, they'll, I mean, they'll make it, they'll make it work somehow. It'll be, they always make it work. They always fucking figure out some loophole or some rule or they'll change the, you know, they'll, they'll add a LeBron only salary cap. It's, it's some, <laughs> yeah. something so, is going to get figured out. So, well, they're going to lose Schroeder. Schroeder's going to be gone. Is next year the last year of LeBron's deal? No. One more? Or after this. Two more Wait, after this? No, it was it wasn't it a it was four a year four, deal. It was a four year deal and it was Yeah, but he he, he it was a four year extension. He had one year left. Oh, it. from Cleveland, right. I thought he's a free agent when he signed. He, he signed, was. He signed a one and one and Oh then he, right, right, right. And then he signed an, a four year extension after the first year, I believe. He might have signed another one in one, and then uh, you know what? I'm talking out of my ass. I'll just fucking check. I'm looking right now. He is under contract until. Yep, two more seasons. There's this next season and the season after. And, I just feel yeah. like I feel well, like there's there's this, this cycle. I feel like there's this cycle with LeBron right now. Like when like sometimes like. People like me, the people that are more like pro LeBron, get too high. I'm like, oh, maybe this will be a dynasty, and it's like, and then it's like we see how quote unquote bad he is, putting up 24 points a game and like you know, ridiculous numbers for anyone. And you know, the Lakers look lifeless, and it's like, well, this is the end of LeBron, um, and this is the end of the Lakers. And like, I bet your ass like the Lakers are going to be in the finals next year and like competing for a championship. Yeah. Like I, I, I just bet you they're gonna find they're gonna like he's gonna find a way and we're gonna see a whole different LeBron like a healthier LeBron regards where he doesn't have this ankle injury and and better better players around him more three point shooting not like drum, Drummond and and Schroeder like I just like like there's so many like ebbs and flow like oh the Cavs are done like this like oh like the late like it's so much like a seesaw and like like I'm just not gonna count them out. Next year, no, I'm not, in no way, shape, or form am I counting him out either. Um, and then he very well could end up with you know Kyle Lowry, and then that that's an upgrade in, in LeBron's eyes over Schroeder. Kyle Lowry would be really good because of how effective he is defensively. Yeah, and he's a good shooter, and he's good off the ball. He's good. I'll tell you, there's two players I like. Believe it or not, like from the Lakers core, there's two players I like. Actually, I like. Uh, I like Caruso. Actually, I think Caruso's a great defender. He is a fucking pest. Caruso, unrestricted free agent. Well, they're gonna have to bring him back. And th- not that he's that important or that amazing, but I really like Caruso's game, and I really like Horton Tucker's game. I think Horton Tucker um, next year he's like a type of guy. What? Also unrestricted free agent, and they're projecting him what? to get between ten and fifteen million on the open market. Wait, wasn't he just like a rookie like a year ago? Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like drafted, signed minimum salary deal. Like, so he's just, he's got, that's it. He's uh, he's he's a free agent right now. Um, their free agents are Andre Drummond, Ben McLemore, Taylor, Taylor Horton Tucker, Markeith Morris, Jared Dudley, Alex Caruso. Weston Morris Matthews, was useless. And Dennis Schroeder. Those are their. I, to me, free. the most important players to sign there would be the two guys I named. And and Harrell has a team a uh, player option. Sorry, player option. So he oh, he'll, so he'll accept that. 
It's a nine nine point seven million dollar player option. Nine point oh, yeah, almost yeah, nine point seven three million dollars. Oh, I forgot player. he like took like I remember how weird it was he took such a small contract. He took the with them. Extension. He took the and we were like, why did he do that? He could have gotten so much more. And it's like maybe he couldn't have got that much more. Maybe it was the Clipper system that made him look so good. Like, you know, obviously he took a little, you know, a little discount because of the Lakers. But maybe it, maybe he's just what what we thought he was almost coming out of college, just like a nice energy, high energy player that's undersized at the power forward position. Um, yeah, I mean the the Lakers are uh, they're over the cap, and they uh, they still have they're on the hook for five million dollars of Lou Aldang next year too. Let's not forget about that. I didn't know that was the whole thing. Yeah, next year's the last year. It's like the Knicks. Noah is next year's the last year that we're paying Noah six million a year or something like that. Wow. Um, oh, Demarcus is a free agent this year too. Demarcus who? Cousins. Cousins. I legit had no idea he was still like playing. He's on the he's on the, he's on the Clippers. He yeah. signed a couple ten day contracts. He's yeah. on the Cl- then they signed him for us the year. Oh shit! Yeah. The market's in the league still. Yeah, they they signed him to a ten day contract for like one hundred fifty nine thousand, and then signed him to another ten day contract for like another one hundred fifty nine thousand. I would I, take that fifteen thousand dollars a day. I would take that. Yeah, I would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, believe it or not, Dave, I would. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if Demarcus is even a top hundred hundred and fifty player in the league anymore. Let him bounce back. Let him get in a good situation. I don't know. I think I think his ankles have bounced enough. I don't. Yeah, yeah. His his ankles are shot. Um, I just I just don't see how the Lakers bring back everyone. You know. No, right? they're not going to. But I also I think it's a. I think it's it's similar so, to yeah. like the the Knicks. Schroeder, I mean, Schroeder, Caruso, and Taylor and Horton Tucker. I think two out of three leave. I think they definitely don't want Schroeder back, though. I think they. I think I. I. I don't think they want Schroeder back. Schroeder turning down eighty million dollars in an extension. Now he's not going to get fucking eighty million dollars for the rest of his career. Yeah, that, that was that. That was that was bad. By that was. I mean, that's that's not good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they they'll probably get one or two of those guys. They'll probably sign one or two of those guys. And Schroeder's a good defender, but um, they just need more consistent three point shooters. None of, yeah. none of them were really, like, consistent three-point shooters. And it's kind yeah, of, like, always the same. I know. This was the one team. Like, that's always how LeBron teams have been built is let's get LeBron, let's get him a co-star, and put a bunch of fucking people who can shoot around him. And that's always how LeBron teams have won and, and been built. This was just a big team. This was a huge team. Yeah. And that was, that was how it was. I mean, that's how it was when they won last year. I mean, you – in Miami when they won, and in Cleveland when they won, it was all the same thing. It's the same formula. Um, so I think I think they get back to that this year. I, I would fully expect a retool of this Lakers team. I mean, you know, I think they'll have LeBron, AD, KP, Montreal. Oh, um, what if I don't? They probably can't afford him, but if they they wouldn't be able to do much else. But if they sign Duncan Robinson, yeah. I mean, even a guy like I think, I think I think Duncan's gone. I think he's long gone from Miami. I I, I think the Heat are not in a good spot right now. I heard some. Uh, uh, oh fuck! Who did I just say? Um, Evan Fournier. He's a, he's a free unrestricted free agent. I I could see him going to the Lakers on a cheaper deal and just. I don't like. I don't. I just don't. I, I don't. I don't know if I maybe, but Evan Fournier. And I'm sure Tom could say he's a whole lot of white. Tr- he's a whole lot of trash there. 
Yeah, yeah I'm I mean, all I was set. never a big Evan Fournier guy either, but I'm. I mean, you know. he put up some big numbers in um in like um the Magic, and it was kind of like Aaron Aflalo and like those guys. Like these guys just put up empty empty points. That's what I call them, empty mm-hmm. points. Like points on a team where you know they got to score a hundred somehow. Who's it? Who's it gonna be? And you know you have these guys that come in and they're all just kind of meaningless points. And I guess that's what it was because he was fucking bad on the Celtics. Other than a game or two, he was fucking terrible. Yeah. Now let's uh let's talk about the rest of these series that are uh, going on now. We got we got the Hawks and Sixers, the Clippers and the Jazz, the Suns and the Nuggets, and the Bucks and the Nets. My my finals matchup is still alive with the the Suns and the Nets. So I'm I'm still sitting tip top Magoo over here. I'm I'm fucking I'm good. I mean, technically mine is too. Not not for long. Mine is not. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's it's Lakers, it's, Lakers uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I think the I think the Suns. I think my Suns Nets. I think that's gonna be it. I mean, the Suns just Suns close game in the good. close game in the first half. But it they, looks good. the Suns look terrible for. Th- for three quarters, and then they fucking blew yeah, them out. They blew them out in the end. I mean, they started pulling they were, away they, in the like, third I, I quarter. I wasn't like, but... yeah, I wasn't like. They were down about. big in the third, though. They were down like ten points in the third quarter. And I, I was like, not paying full attention. I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, the Suns are kind of getting slapped here, and they like the Nuggets controlled majority of the game, and then that's got to be the most deflating feeling. They played bad for two and a half quarters, or not to their strength. And then they just wiped the floor at the Nuggets. They absolutely just wiped the floor at them, and they won by like sixteen. Yeah, and then the uh, the Nets. I mean, that first game was close with the Bucks, but then they. I mean, they beat I them mean, by, that's, thir- that they beat game them by too thirty. Surprised me. I'm sorry. 30, they, they beat, beat them by four. Thirty nine. Yeah, they beat them by thirty nine. That is, that's insane. I mean, they need to come away with two convincing wins at home. And yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. And I then mean, we can I, talk about you know stealing a game somewhere, but they need to they need to take care of business at home, um, because they, this is especially with Harden out. Like you, you're gonna, I mean, obviously there's arguments to made that to make that these guys the Nets have looked better at times with just two of the three playing as opposed to all three. Um, but you know, on paper and how it looks, like you're gonna, it's always gonna be part of the conversation. Oh, you lost without Harden. Or you lost, you couldn't even beat this yeah. team without. One yeah, it's it's stars. it's not. Uh, yeah, it, it's like same old story almost with the Bucks now at this point. I, I mean, what about like personally attacked? Like that they are playing this way. I feel like hurt. You know, I thought what? this was the one year. Like never again. If, if it's not if it's not this year, then it can never ever be ever again. Like for the next yeah, twenty five right. years, I don't care yeah. if they have Jordan. Like I don't care if they have Brian they LeBron. And, like they just, I don't. Uh, it's it's so spe- like I don't know. I think Game Three will tell us a lot. Um, it's a lot about like who this Bucks team is, like heart wise. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think we all clearly see they're probably not winning the series. I, you know, right now, if I had to guess, I think it would go five or six games. Right now, probably more looking like five, but I don't know. It's it, it's looking bad. Yeah, I mean, you you hope it's like a. Or at least I hope, you know, it's kind of like we watched the Clippers look, you know, kind of bad for the first two games of their series. And then all of a sudden the script got flipped real quick. Um, so the, only can... other, the only thing is that it's the most talented team in the NBA on the other on the other line. 
on the other end. Exactly. It's, it's now Luka Doncic and a bunch of white scrubs. Yeah, I mean, especially seven three white scrubs. <laughs> he's mean, a weird. He's a weird player, man. He he can't dunk at all, but he shoots incredibly. He's like eighty percent from the line. He Dirk, can't. He can't. Dirk said he's already the greatest Maverick of all time, above Dirk. I think it's. I think it's premature. I don't know, man. He's 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 the most talented player that. Like, Luca's way more talented, but I mean, like those nineteen years, the fact he won the championship, like, like Luca's peak right now is far better than than Dirk's ever peak. But I think the totality of the nineteen years and the fact he won a championship and beat the Miami Heat, I still would have Dirk ahead of Luca right now. But yeah, I think, like, of course, like in two to three years, Luca will be have surpassed him. It's like when people say LeBron's the best Laker ever. It's like, okay, is he the best player to ever at one point put on a Lakers uniform? Like, yeah, okay, probably yeah. you can you can make that argument. I mean, some Laker fans will say Kobe still, but like, it, that's not what they mean. Like, Kobe Bryant's the best Laker of all time. Right. He just is. Always will be. Always yeah. Will. No one's. Yeah. No one's gonna go. That's like you're never gonna have a better Bull than Jordan. You're never gonna have a better exactly. Celtic than Larry Bird. You're never gonna have like. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, we'll yeah, he Russell, will, will be in a couple of years. Like by the time he makes it to like a Western Conference Finals or or a Conference Finals, and I'm sure he does gets even better and his defense gets better, he'll he'll surpass. It's it's kind of funny that there are these two you know uh, European guys that are incredible but both struggle defensively. Who who did the who did people consider the best NBA player before Jordan? Like 1984, who was the best NBA player of all time? Wilt. Is that was that like the unanimous of all time? Oh, of all time, probably like, yeah, will. In 1984, when you know 25 years old, I think it was Will. Doing in their room, who were they? You know, who were they? Who was probably Wilt or Kareem? I mean, Kareem was Kareem yeah, with the. Kareem uh, was, he was at the end of his career, so it was probably Kareem with the points. Wilt and Kareem, yeah, and probably Russell too. Yeah, yeah, but like Russell's just so like before his. I saw a stat that 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 Bill Russell's never lost in a. Uh, in a, in a winner go ha- go home game, he's like seventeen and zero or something when when, it, when when his team has a chance to lose. That's yeah, like, crazy. Including, including I was like, I was like, okay, I'm like, all right, Bill Russell. I know there wasn't many as much many teams in competition and obviously height in the league, but still, that's crazy. It's kind of yeah. crazy that Jordan never even played in the game seven. Right? Isn't well, he like- did. He did. He he did. Though it's it's a, it's a false narrative. He never played in a game seven in the finals. He's played Correct. in game sevens. That's what. It oh, is. Okay, That's I was gonna say. I was like, didn't yeah, they it's, go it's, seven with the Knicks yeah. and with the now, Pistons? Yeah, and- there's, there's, he's went seven like three or four was, times. I knew there was a stipulation with that stat. Yeah, it's 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 it's. Well, I don't know whatever you want to call it, propaganda, fake news. It's it's not it's not it's <laughs> in a in a in a finals. He's never gone to a game seven. Yeah, yeah. And you know, obviously, but the thing is, people believe it though. People believe it. Like people say it, like, "Oh, he's never played in a game seven. And I'm just like, "It's not true." Like you can, you have a phone, you can take it out and look it up. Like I'm, pretty I'm sure not, they showed game a, sevens in the last ride too. Like, and it's not like this. I'm, I'm not saying LeBron's. I'm not saying LeBron's ten times greater. I'm not saying a diss is Jordan. I'm just saying a fact. Like it's not true. He's played in game sevens. Yeah. And yeah, again, yeah. and like. And again, I wouldn't even get the argument if it was true. It's like every time you did lose, you didn't make it to a game seven. How is that better? Right. 
Yeah. It's like it's like the finals thing with it's like the finals record for me with Jordan. Like it's great that he was six and zero in the finals, but you lost in the first round three times and you lost in the second round three times. So like, I personally would rather go further in whatever competition it is than losing the first round. Like he doesn't like LeBron gets penalized for his finals or people. I shouldn't just say LeBron, but like, you get penalized for carrying a team or going far, and but like you don't get penalized for losing in the first round. It's just it's 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 you know back ass where I can't even speak right now. It's ass backwards logic in my opinion. Like obviously you want to go further. So like the fact he's six and zero in the finals, it's it sounds great, but like you know like when you were getting your ass kicked in the East and losing in the first round, like I would rather carry a team and go to the finals, or I'd rather lose in the finals and lose in the first round. Yeah, yeah. And then if you but but also if you're gonna say like oh like you lost you lost it doesn't matter then like lebron's finals losses should count not worse that they lost in the finals then if like every loser is a loser you know what i mean if you're gonna die on that hill like second place is the first place loser that type of thing then like any non-first place finish is a loss then like it, it it's all the same then if you want to do it that way it just it never made sense to me yeah. I mean, there's like all of that is so there's so many like the, both sides of the argument because the counter to that is Le- Jordan never missed the playoffs with the Bulls. You know, he yeah he lost in the first round his first three seasons, but LeBron didn't make the playoffs. You know, and then you go into the finals. And LeBron didn't make the playoffs when in his first two years, I believe. Definitely his first two years, maybe his first three. I think it was just his first year. Are we sure? I I could have sworn it was the first. I, I'm pretty sure it was his first year. Regardless, um, and then you know, then there's the argument of teams. You know, you can go. Everyone's just gonna go into who who played tougher teams and everything. Like, yeah, Jordan lost the first round. He lost to the one of the greatest top five greatest teams in NBA history in the '86 and '87 Celtics. And then you're gonna go, oh well, LeBron lost to the Warriors, one of the greatest teams ever in the finals. You know, it's just like you can. Every side is gonna have. Yeah, no, I I understand both of those arguments. I'm I'm just saying I. I'm just saying. One is penalizing someone from going to, from carrying all. I mean, like you know, he's he's penalized for carrying the Celtics and getting swept by the Spurs, where that team isn't even a top twenty-five team in the league without top twenty-eight team in the team league without him. So like, you know, it's like things like that. Like he literally did had no chance. Like you, you get at another star on that team against the Spurs, he still had no chance. Right. Yeah, LeBron missed the playoffs his first two years. Oh wow! Lost in the second round his his third year. What was his and record in his second year? Forty-two and forty. Oh, so that yeah, I mean, usually that does make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, what was that? Two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand four, two thousand five was the second year. I guess they barely was that missed the lockout year. The lockout year was no, it was a lockout of ninety nine, and then two thousand eleven. Usually, if usually if you're five hundred or better, you're like often you make the playoffs. But yeah, I guess it was they finished fourth out of fifth in the division. Oh, okay, wow, a tough year for that division is what I'm saying. That division must yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was oh four, but yeah, oh four oh five. They must have. Oh no, that's the, I forget that. I'm thinking they're with the ma- uh, magic in them. They're with the. Oh four, oh five. Yeah, the Pacers were. Geez, I'm trying to think that. Like, was that division that great at that point? Pistons were really good. That's the year the Pistons won the finals. Pistons were really good. 
Or no, that was the year after that. That was the year after the Pistons won. The Lakers won that year, right? Mm, no, 04 was 04. Spurs. Spurs won 04, in 05. Spurs, Spurs, right. Spurs, Pistons, Heat. Yeah, Spurs, Spurs won in 05, 07, 09. Yes, Spurs beat the Pistons in 04, 05. Where I remember Robert Ory hit that dagger in game five off the inbounds pass to basically win the series, like to change the scope of the series. Mm-hmm. Another big shot Bob moment. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and the other big thing this week, uh, Julio Jones finally traded. Well, we didn't uh, make our picks in the series. Oh, yeah, all right, let's do that quick. What? Who are you taking in the uh, Nets? Um, Nets Bucks. Nets Bucks and seven. Nets and six. Yeah, Nets and five. Uh, Hawks Sixers. Sixers and seven. Yeah, I'll go Sixers and seven, but I think the Hawks. I think the Hawks really could do it. This team is talented. Hawks and six. Uh, Clippers, Jazz. Clippers and six. Jazz and six. Clippers and seven. Uh, and then the Suns, Nuggets. Nuggets and seven. Wow. Um, Suns and six. Suns and seven. I was really debating Suns and seven. I, I was going seven one way or the other, but... I'll take the MVP. I, 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 Chris Paul's injury worries me. I, I'm not confident he he won't get re-injured. Yeah, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see uh, the one and two seeds in the West in the finals, which no one thought in the in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, that's. It, it, but like, especially with this year, you never would have expected that. Yeah. Yeah, of all the years, you would have thought it would be different this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm my still, my finals pick still alive. Suns Nets and the Nets winning. But um, yeah, Julio Jones good. rated. I mean, you had Mavs Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I did originally, originally, but we quickly changed after the split second. Um, but I am going. Uh, Julio Jones traded to the Titans, uh, for what a second round this year and a fourth round the year after. Yeah, and then I think a swat there, the Atlanta. Then they get a six back. Yeah, something like that, fifth or sixth rounder. Right. If you I could mean, ever call a trade better than this, I mean, I I hit this on the nail. I'm just gonna. You did nail it. You did nail I it. I said a second and a third, or a second and a fourth. Yeah, I mean the Titans. Yeah. The Titans definitely got a lot better. That offense, I that's gonna be a scary offense. Brown, Henry, Julio. That's. I'm not sold on the Titans as a team, though. The defense really? is so bad. I don't know how much this actually changes. Defense is so bad. Yeah, the defense is not. Their pass rush is terrible. Um, their secondary isn't great either. No, they it's draft, bad. And they just they drafted a uh, was the kid out of T- TCU kid. He's got back someone with injuries. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think their offense will likely be top five. If it's not, it's because of the offensive line, but. You know, I, I I love it. I love love it for fantasy and shaking everything up. But uh, I don't I don't I think the Colts are still the team to beat in that division. If you ask me, I think the the public is going to overvalue this football wise. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I think we've seen this story so many times before, and in, in with different hats. 
you know, they they acquire someone. It's you know, build some great offense, and everyone like it's over it. now. It's it's over. Like yeah, it's just like you know, football more than any other sport by a mile requires a full team to be playing well or you know, clicking on all cylinders. You you're exposed in any one area, and you you could be going. You could not be a playoff team. You know, I mean, there's there's great teams that don't have a pass rush, don't have a secondary, don't have a good linebacking core, don't have a good O-line, and they're pro bowlers at every other position, and they fail. Yeah. You know? So I think there's just too many holes on this Tennessee team. You know, it'll be nice. They'll sell some tickets. They'll sell some jerseys. They'll be exciting. They'll put up 45 a couple times a year. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they're, they're not a – I don't consider the Titans a Super Bowl contender. When you're not even right, favored right. to win your own division, it's pretty tough to call you a Super Bowl contender unless you're like in the Chiefs division and you're almost as good as them, you know? Yeah. I'll tell you though, I like I like this for Derrick Henry's fantasy value actually. I think I think Henry's about to have a monster year. Another one. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill too. Tannehill. I think Tannehill's yeah. gonna be a top like I saw statistics that show He's right there with Mahomes statistically over the last like two like year and a half for a certain amount of games. It's crazy. It you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it if you saw it. He's yeah. been that his good. Average, his average his adjusted yards per attempt are, is better than uh, Mahomes, Watson, and Rodgers and Wilson. I think there's like four or five you know the the top quarterbacks. He's better than them or right in line with them. You know like percentage fractions. I'm taking Tannehill. I'm waiting till like the tenth, eleventh round and taking Tannehill in a lot of my leagues this year. I'm gonna take him in the ninth round now. All right. Well, I still am in a bunch of other leagues. But uh, here's here's what it is: quarterback rating, uh, one fourteen for Tanny, one oh six for Mahomes. 6,080 for Tanny, 6,000. So Mahomes is about 1,000 yard for passing yards. Touchdowns, Tanny has five more, 61 to 56. Both have 10 interceptions each. What's Completion the game that, out of curiosity? I know Mahomes. Uh, 20, last 24 starts with their respective teams. Oh, okay. So it is, it's based on starts, not a time frame. It, yeah, because of injuries from Mahomes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. so that's 67. 67.7 completion for Tannehill, 66.4 for Mahomes. So it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, talk about a, a transformation. You know, this – I don't think there was people – when he got traded to to Tennessee, people – I don't think anyone, like, thought he would be a starter again, let alone, like, an effective one, let alone. MVP. Well, I think the only reason people thought he could be a starter again is because of how – Questions around Mariota, but he always had talent. He always had talent, um, and he had a big arm. We just didn't know to this level, you know. I, you know, you figure like Chad Henney type player, like fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. But I, he's he's been incredible, and you know, it, when I'm saying the Titans aren't super, it's not their offense is going to be scary for sure. AJ Brown and Julio. Ooh, and Derrick Henry, you know, like that's. I'm trying to take tough to find a, a wide receiver, wide receiver, running back combo better than. That. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's got to be the best one. I, I'm hoping to get AJ Brown at the end of round two, early round three, around that turn. Yeah. Doesn't matter what Holy. you do, Sully. Doesn't matter what you do. We all know who's champ. winning. Champ, champ. Well, technically. 
I won two years ago. And the chances of repeating as a champion are 0.7%. Well, Sully, you've never had me as the champion. So I uh, I don't know what to tell you. We're about to build a dynasty up here in Massachusetts. 0.7. Everybody knows Massachusetts is not the place for football dynasties. So, Nope, never. Never before had one, but never a better time to start. Yeah, I guess so. From worst to first, and I'm probably going to go back to being worst again this year. <laughs> I'll probably just regress back to the previous season. That'll be impressive if you do. No, no way. We're coming back for a fucking. We're coming back with a vengeance. I got that. I got that. Kind of, I, I still thought haven't... the same thing. I thought the same thing. And uh, oh, technically, I would have been in the finals with you if it wasn't for that 55 yard uh, Tucker field goal. I would have won both my matchups, my matchup the following week, and then I would have been in the final. I lost to Bliss on that. Remember that? It was like 50, 53 or 54 yards Tuckers at time expire. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, and I had no business winning that. Like, he needed like like six or five from Tucker. And I'm like, the game's like, no. And, and I'm up four, three or four points. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to win this. And then two seconds left. It was it was the it was the Cleveland was it the Cleveland uh, Baltimore game where they were only scoring touchdowns? Yes, and then they kicked a field goal at the end. That was it, and I, and my emotions were up and down and up and down. I'm like, oh, I'm fucked, I'm fucked. But no, they're just scoring touchdowns, and then yeah, you know, I was I was pissed. But yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't I didn't deserve it. You deserved the last year for sure. I know I was just it's, too busy blowing everyone out in the playoffs to uh, worry about close games. Did you blow everyone out? Yeah, I won pretty handily in the playoffs. It was there that's was, nice it, to see it. Yeah, I'd prefer to see that. Uh, well, I'd like close games that, that the best team wins. I've been when I've been the best team in other fans leagues and not winning, and it's the worst feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely glad that I was uh, able to to pull it out, make make a comeback, assert myself somewhere in the. All the pressure's on you. That's all the pressure's on you. Like if you don't if you don't deliver, it's all for naught. You're right. You're right. But, but I think we delivered. I think we delivered a very full episode. So I'm going to call it. That is the episode for this week. Uh, in the meantime, go follow us on the socials at Bleacher Fan at Bleacher Banter. Check out the store at BleacherFan.com and go rate and subscribe to the podcast. And we will be back next week.